Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'm Let You Finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month at professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. That's betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. What's up, everybody? It's I'ma Let You Finish podcast on the Pantheon Network. And it is your host, Court and Amy. It is show 97. 97. And, That's my uh, we, temperature a lot of times when I go to And we feel 97 that. this morning. <laughs> There's I been no 96. coffee yet. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, I, oh, oh, no. We're on third cup here. What are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, okay. I'm all about the coffee. We love coffee. Coffee's a great mm-hmm. thing. The Republicans ban coffee. That's it. I'm going to be done. Yeah, with that. I mean, you know, well, black coffee. They will. They'll be like, we yeah. don't like that one. <laughs> no, no, they'll ban coffee with milk because they don't want interracial shit. Going on. <laughs> and then there's that, right? There's too much white in this coffee. There's too much black in this white. You know, we want you know black what? coffee separate and, it, and white coffee And then they're going to be separate. like, you know what? It's bad. Everybody drink tea. We're a tea society. No, but tea yeah. is from China. We can't uh, have that either. Right. Okay. Mountain Dew. Mountain right. Dew for everybody. Right. Mountain uh, Dew. Mountain Dew, new coffee flavor. Right. <laughs> exactly. No, meth listen, flavored. I told you, honey, if men could get pregnant, 
Y'all wouldn't have to worry about abortions, honey. It would come in a soda. It'd be like, I'd like the... Well, um, I've said this before. That's how women used to give themselves abortions. It'd be like, I'd like the orange soda. Which brand? Uh, The abortion brand. Because it would come in a soda, bitch. You'd be able to go to the store, get a soda, and urinate it out. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But that's a whole other show for a whole other time. So, what happened this week? Any, Any goings on? Well, first of all... Let's just say this, everyone. Someone, we've uh, been doing some shows, and the shows will go on. We're going to have, you know, a, a really good guest with me doing an interview soon because someone is abandoning this show this week. Yes. To go yes, I'm ju- on I'm their- I'm the Foreign Legion. On their Chevy, on their Chevy Chase <laughs> European Chevy. vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, without a family, with somebody else's family. Uh, yeah, and we're going to see, Courtney's just going to go down the street and grab any random hey, white I'm girl Harley. he can find. And in I'm, Harlem now, there's a big choice. I mean, I'm going to be like, hey, you, hey, you with you the really, straw hat yeah, and the Puda Maya really. skirt. Would you like to come in and do this show? Are, are the kids wearing Puda Maya skirts? <laughs> I mean, you know. Because I mean, we wore that shit back in the 70s. It's everything, it's everything that, uh, I should have uh-huh. said, everything from high school. Everything uh-huh. from high school. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I shit, am going Everything from when I'm in high school is back now. Like that whole 80s look is all, I'm seeing these kids. I'm like, oh, I'm alive long enough to see how I used to dress back. Okay, got it. Yeah, the only thing that's consistent is the Jody Watley hoops. That's all I is consistent with me. But anyway, mm-hmm. yes, I am going away, hopefully, unless, you know, I get to the airport and they realize I have overdue library books and they don't let me out of the country. <laughs> Actually, there's no such thing as overdue library books anymore because you don't have to pay a fine. Wee! So, right. yes, I'm going. I will I will check in with you. Mm-hmm. I will check in. Maybe we can have, I can be the foreign correspondent from the right. Balkans. Hi, so, <laughs> I'm in a country... I am in a country. All right, coffee goes down. I am going to a country. I'm going to a couple countries, but I am going to one country that when I went on my credit card thing, you know, to let them know that I'm traveling someplace, mm-hmm. and I scroll down because you're right. All right, I'm going here. Check. All right, mm-hmm. I'm also going here, and no such country exists. <laughs> it's not a real country. It's not. It on- is a country, but, but it- it's not on the it list just, of. It just doesn't exist. On the list of countries? Of credit card of credit cards. <laughs> yeah, so it is oh, a country. It's not that- in the EU. It's it's <laughs> it's like it's a country, obviously, but it's <laughs> not like anyway, I'm going. <laughs> Bye. It's more of a state of mind. <laughs> anyway, yes, so that'll be fun. And I'm very excited and um I'm excited. So it'll be fun. And <laughs> you know who else was leaving this weekend again? You're gonna miss my segues. Right. You're gonna nobody <laughs> segues like me. Half the cast uh, of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, first off, I don't know why every all right, here's what happens every time. Sorry. Every time there's people leaving Saturday Night Live, people, this is a chance for everybody to go, oh, the show sucks. The show sucks for years. Okay, great. You're watching it, obviously, if you're saying the show sucks. And then everybody acts like it's the end of the world. People leave their jobs all the time. All the time. And we've the show's been on for 47 years. We've seen everybody gets to the point where, you know, you've done the characters for eight years. Some of them, yeah. the people are all leaving here have been there between eight and like 10 to 11 years, right? Yeah, I think so it's time. been there for, like, yeah, it's a decade. It's I mean, for Christ's yeah. sake, yeah. in show business, a decade is a million years. So it's not like the door is banned. But anyway, so who I feel bad for, so Pete mm. Davidson, Kate McKinnick, 
A.D. Bryant, and then some other guy. Kyle who's Mooney, guy? who's yeah, great. Yeah, nobody even, everybody left him out. I mean, and it was <laughs> like, well, they just kind of mentioned him only because yeah. I think he, even though he was a main player, he was really like the character actor of the main players right. who did all these little things. It didn't have that one real character that got established. So he didn't get a send-off. I'm like, well, if you're going to give all of the people who are leaving a send-off, Find a way to at least give Kyle something. Well, they never used to do send-offs. It used right. to just be you left. They started doing that with Kristen Wiig, and they made the mm-hmm. whole big production number with Mick Jagger and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Right. So they did. Um, I don't watch the show in real time. I watch it. I, I will say that Kate McKinnon, I think, is just a, a force. And yeah. I think that mm-hmm. it'll be very interesting to see. I like A.D. Bryan a lot. I know we go mm-hmm. back and forth about Pete Davidson, but he... He, I think, hey, he's be, having a moment. You know, he's got he's movies, books. He's got a comedy tours book. You can't he's, stay forever. He's got a movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a sick. I mean, a sitcom. He's playing Joey Ramone, I believe, in the Ramones mm-hmm. biopic, which is an interesting choice. Um, I, I'm not mad at him, and I thought that his goodbye. I mean, it was. It's he's he is. There are many things you can say about him. Insincere and fake is not one of them. He is what he is. Right. Um, I thought that A. Bryant's, I thought that was a great send-off. I thought Kristen Wiggs. I mean, so it was nice. It was very nice. Life goes on. We'll start next season, and people can start complaining about shit all over again. Hey, so, I'm always ready to see new talent. It's like I make jokes with my friends when we were watching like the last major war shows, the Grammys. And we were both like, all right, look at all these newer people and younger people. And he was like, I don't really know who any of these people are. And I said, that's kind of actually a good thing at this point. It's like, we got to have the new crop because it it can't just be the same people making the same shit. It's like, it's, it's time for that cycle of these hey, new not young artists. Yeah, there's no excuse not to know who somebody. I'm not saying, but you can just Google them. There they are, and then okay, you don't have to no, like them. That, no, that's not true. I'm talking about if we're sitting in real time watching a red carpet and you're seeing a bunch of people go by, you're not sitting yeah. on your computer googling everybody when they're like, "This is new." Da 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 da. You're like, I don't know who that is. You know what I mean? And honestly, they're young and. Uh, most of my friends are, are grown and the yeah, people who still work culture. in music know yeah. who some of these people are because that's part of the business and, and shit. But, you know, yeah. people know the songs. Like, I have a friend who loves Doja Cat, but he didn't realize that he loved her because all of these songs that he would hear, he knew the lyrics, being out, and knows could sing them. But he'd be like, who sings this? And I'd be like, Doja Cat. And he was like, oh, I think I really like her. I always like these songs. And that's because now, especially with our age, right, we're not going to sit on our phones like young kids and watch videos on YouTube all day. And maybe if there was still like a real MTV presence with playing videos 24-7, I would probably stop on that channel and be like, oh, put it on for a little bit and watch some music videos. But now, because of the show, I try to watch everything and I'm still on a lot of promo lists, so I get a lot of music. But I could definitely understand where now so many of these people also kind of are giving the same vein of a look that you might look at that person and be like, is that this one or that well, one? Well, that's like, not, yeah, that's the, I mean, that's a whole, yeah, we could do a whole show. Yeah. That, that, that's the fact that they're all using the same producers. They're all using the same stylist. They're all doing, and also they all switch it up. But I am a big fan of Shazam. I just sit there and yeah. Shazam something, mm-hmm. when I'm, especially when I'm watching movies mm-hmm. or, um, you know, TV shows because the soundtracks are so good. I Shazam, yeah. I Shazam my ass up a, a thing. Well, speaking of someone that everyone knows at this mm-hmm. point, mm-hmm. I mean, I keep, I mean, I'm not, the only one to say it obviously but this is i mean this is harry styles race to lose at this point yeah it's his he is doing 
everything right. So his new album, Harry's House, came in. No, sorry, it's not named after the Joni Mitchell song, but it's named after something very strange and obscure, and I've never heard of it. And I'm sorry, I don't think that's what it's really named of. I think a publicist came up with that because well, I heard him say that he called it Harry's House because he started recording the record at home in his home studio during the pandemic. No, he's giving another. He's he's saying something else. Well, because he said it was supposed to be a literally. I just saw him say this last week. He said it was originally this record was supposed to be almost. More when he started it, a more of a acousticy, trying to tell his story, softer record, and evolved into this. But listen, it's a great, it's a great album. I can't, I will give yeah, credit where good. credit is good. I really enjoy it. I actually think it's great. I think it's better than good. I was really surprised. This is, you know, this is how the third album is supposed to go, right? Listen, I, this has just been my my sort of experience with with album trajectory with an artist, especially one that, that can be big or has an expectation on one who was in the group. The first album is always, you have, it's, it, you have to make a declarative statement of how you're different than your group and you need to have hits, right? Just hits, that's the most important thing. So you, he got that with the first one. And it was cool. And I, when I saw them that time, remember, I, I would say to you, yeah, it's cool. And I like the music, but it seems very like English male rock star 101 book with the bespoke suits and the hair and all of that. So then yeah, that's how I felt about the album think, one. Yeah, yeah. And then so we get to second to, to the second album Finally. and it was a little more freer. And the second album is always you've got something to prove that you're not a fluke who can have a hit with one album coming out of a group. You can, you're not going to have the sophomore slump. He did that. He won his Grammy. The third album, when you get to it, is always when artists start realizing, okay, I've had the success. You can really start making more of an artistic statement and really saying some things. And it's always a super important album. Like, third album for Beyonce was I Am Sasha Fierce, right? It was a, that was a big moment of really putting her foot down onto the world pop landscape. And this for Harry to me feels like a big foot down to say, I am not a fluke. And you're really starting to see who he is as an artist. And it's really being realized on another level. And so see, I that's like really that. Funny. That's really funny because the major criticism of this record and it's mm-hmm. getting rave reviews is that he's an enigma. That's mm-hmm. the major criticism, that it's musically great, he sounds great, the songs are great, but he is still, who is he? And but I don't know what whether you want it's- from your rock stars, No, right? no, that's not what I want from my rock stars. I do, I feel, like, I feel like these- And he's not like these, a rock yeah. star. Well, to me, he he's star. a pop star. He's a pop star. Yeah, but it's fine. the same pop rock. It's the same thing. Like it's, it, but that's the same thing as saying then these people don't belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's not Rock and Roll, right? No, like, no, no, it, no, no, it, no, no. It goes on that same thing because if you say a rock star, you know what I mean. I didn't say he's a rock musician, but right. you know he does play. He does. He does play that pop rock line. He does. Yeah, and if you yeah. think about today, who to compare it to? Who would be that big? 
there's nobody right now. Right. Really. But what I'm just saying, it's just interesting <laughs> that that is the only criticism I've read of this record that that you're still he's still playing fast and loose with who he is. And and honestly, which is his great. life is his life is much more public than it used to be. He's got a high mm-hmm. profile relationship. I I mean, this record, I mean, I think it's very good. It's musically I was kind of surprised. Somebody said, "Has anyone thinking Jamiroquai when they listen to this record?" And there is that kind of funk-ish kind of thing <clears throat> excuse me um music like i said musically is great how much of a hand he has in the songwriting i'm assuming he has a fairly significant yeah, hand in the songwriting yeah. he's mm-hmm. vocally Absolutely. vocally mm-hmm. on point uh, i've gone on we've gone on as it was is about as perfect a pop single as you can get and it's interesting it sounds like nothing else on the record which i like i like about him um yeah, I mean, I just, I just think it's a very, it's very much a, I'm a serious artist, but without being like super, super serious. I think it has cross generational yeah. appeal. It has, um, I don't think he really clocks in urban, but that's fine. Who cares? No, um, he that's should, not he his thing. To, that's not his lane. But it's a yeah, very, you know? a very, it's you can tell he's living in the United States, and that's not a bad thing. But you can tell he's living in the United States, and there's nothing wrong with that. But we have a sensibility. There's a sensibility to it. But anyway, I mean, that's what I feel. But I think it is really good. I have to go more into it, but I think it is really good. And I think, yeah, it does It does make people realize that you can be – I mean, it's sort of like when Justin Timberlake left NSYNC and had to prove himself, except that Harry Absolutely. Styles is not, a, is not a racist dick. And I'm going to say – you know, or an idiot. Okay, not racist, just a dick. How's that? He's not a dick. Mm-hmm. So I think he will have more of a longevity because I think he, there's no chinks in the armor yet, you know? And listen, and, when and he's people better, try to make he's that, so much better looking than And Justin when people Taylor. try to make that kind of criticism about him being an enigma, that's great. The problem is everybody has gotten so used to his social media feeling like they should know everything about their stars. And I honestly believe that takes away some of the magic in the shine. Stop showing everybody everything. Stop giving them the formula. Mean. Well, no, but this is what I'm saying. He's 20-something years old. It's like 20, when you meet yeah. anybody, right, you don't get every side of them. He has so much. You have to let somebody have sides, time to grow, and give you different sides of them with different albums as they grow. It's like anybody, even like the, if you meet the person who wrote that down as an article, you're not going to – I wouldn't it's know several. every side of that person. Yeah, well, you it's know. A, it's the oh, – I'm speaking from – I'm not no, saying I'm it's just, a bad I'm thing. Just, I'm not. I would like to just finish my opinion on it. Then you would know what I was trying to say on it is that I don't care to have to. First of all, I like people being an enigma. We don't need to know everything about somebody. How about, my thing is this. Is the music really good? Is it written really well? Is it produced really well? Can he perform it really well? And the answer to all of those is yes. I never watched those dumb Today Show performances since I've had to do one years ago You know, with artists. But I watched his, and I was sitting there like, if I fell up on some tickets to Madison Square Garden, I feel like I would be dancing in my chair, even if I didn't know the lyrics, because you, you're, I just think, you know, listen, I'm not a screaming stan, but I am, he's made me a fan with this record. Like, I, I enjoyed the other records, and I would listen to each of them once, and I was like, okay, I get it. But this one, I'm like, oh, okay. You have my attention with this, and I like it. Right. And I know what you I like mean- it. Listen, he opened up with fucking song music for a sushi restaurant. Who writes okay. a song called music for a sushi restaurant? I don't know. But me and Alba were both like, bitch, music for a sushi restaurant. <laughs> it's like, 
I'm in love with this. What I meant by an enigma, what I meant Mm -hmm. by an enigma, and I'm talking about what critics have said and some of, Mm -hmm. some of the critics whose, whose opinion I do uh, do value. What I meant, I'm not talking about social media. I'm not knowing that we know every detail. No, I know. I'm just saying my opinion on it. He has, he has fashioned himself in some ways as a singer songwriter. In some ways, he is taking influences from singer songwriters. So what they were saying is, is that he is still somebody for all of his um, profile and all of his sweetness and all of his sort of good natured British boy cheekiness, which is appealing. He's still somebody where you're like, who is this guy? And that's not a good thing or a bad thing, but it's just an interesting. It's an interesting thing because he has fashioned himself in some ways, and reference singer-songwriter. So that's all I'm saying. It's not necessarily my criticism, but it's interesting that the only criticism has been, it's a great album, he's great. Just who is this guy? Because we want, I'm not talking about social media. I don't care who he's Mm -hmm. dating. I don't care who he's sleeping with. I don't care if he does drugs. I don't care about any of that. I. What people are saying is, who is the guy behind this fantastic music? So it's that's all it is. That's that's yeah, all but, it yeah, is. Yeah, no, and I and I understand that. And you don't have to explain it. I understand that. I think that that's a dumb criticism. I I think that sometimes you have to enjoy what people give you and stop looking for the thing that they haven't. And I think that that happens with a lot when I read some of the reviews and some of the critical responses to certain things. It's like instead of just enjoying what's presented then it becomes, well, what's the thing that wasn't presented? And when when an artist is young, I believe you've got years to really discover who they are. Because let's just face it, when we were all in our 20s, we thought we were one thing. And as you grow, that all expands, right? So to me, that gives it room for us to learn more about him. And, and it's a slice. critics are saying. I mean, I, critics... It's critical analysis. That's all it is. It's yes, critical analysis. It and is. It's a race, and this is my and this analysis. is my opinion, which I'm allowed no. to have like they are. I just think it's dumb to always be like, when people are like, well, who is this? What is this? And how about talk about the thing that you were presented? All right. We will agree. There's a difference between an opinion and critical analysis. I have Absolutely. To- Thank you. I understand yeah. that. And yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. using my opinion, and you're right. talking about and their you're everybody is the thing is everybody is right mm-hmm. on this one. I just like especially I said, since we've seen this boy for I mean at this point how many years was it One Direction around? It's like I don't know. It's not yeah. a mystery who he is. Maybe there's nothing. Maybe there's nothing deep behind all yeah, of it. Yeah, there like may be no there. there you know what him. I'm saying? There, there may, may be, be no, no there, there, there there. That's the thing. You just yeah. never know. Some people you, are just good at to take. Listen, there's so many people, and I know you know this too who talk and you hear them in interviews and they're smart and you've met them, I've met them, you've maybe had to review a record or interview them for something and you kind of realize when you're sitting in front of them, there's no real there there in the way that people think. You know, because a lot of, let's just face it, a lot of the, even with Harry, we're being presented everything, right? All the time. Everything is, one, he's got a really great, carefully crafted marketing campaign. And for that, you know, I always applaud. You know how happy it makes me to see somebody have actual marketing and not marketing be forcing them to do TikToks because I just saw a story this week about Halsey and they said that um, they want to release their new single, but their label is holding them up because 
they don't see action on TikTok and you need to create TikToks to make TikToks. And then I've had a conversation recently with a friend over at a major label and it just, every other word was like TikTok. And I'm sitting here thinking, no one does marketing anymore. It's like, you're just waiting for a viral moment to happen to make your record happen. It's like, there's a bunch of people making hundreds of thousands a year sitting in an office and they can't come up with marketing plans. And then I see somebody like Harry and I'm like, there's a great marketing plan. Or a little Nas X. I just find it funny that all the great marketing plans and artists that I have liked for the past year have all been artists on Columbia Records. So whatever they're doing at Columbia, they clearly have a marketing division that's working really hard because they've really been putting plans together for their big artists. And let's face it, these rollouts have been great. And this rollout is great. It's yeah, great. no, I mean, he's hit all the marks on it. Like I said, so far, the only two things I find sort of troubling about him is that mm -hmm. he, he's friends with James Corden and he dated Kylie Jenner. But Why? Did he? Yes, for like a minute. Oh. But I guess everybody has to, you know, bang a supermodel, though she is not a supermodel. Right. She's someone who looks good in pictures. Well, Kendall's the model. He dated Kendall. No, Kendall, Kendall, Kendall. That's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Kendall, Kendall. Yeah. yeah, Ky yeah. Kyrie, he's not Kyrie's. Kyrie. I just turned her into Kyrie. <laughs> he dated <laughs> Kyrie. I'm like, he dated Kyrie? Kyrie? <laughs> yeah. Kyrie is that why Jenner. he wasn't at the game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why he's not back. I can't. I'm just whatever. All right. He dated the one, the the one. No, but I'm not that one. Yeah, yeah, Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie, one, whatever. Right. Spell your name correctly. Whatever. Like right. Kikalakapuna. Yeah. Yeah, I love Kyrie. <laughs> that was a weird, not even a Freudian stuff. That's, that's, big, a, that's what? hilarious. Kyrie. <laughs> Ky <laughs> Kyrie Jenner. Kyrie Jenner, who one of her sisters will be dating soon enough. I mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Moving onward. <laughs> you know, so I just want to say one. No, one of the. I will say one thing about the Pete uh -huh. Davidson, Kim Kardashian, and then we can move on. Okay. Right. You know what? This shuts down mm -hmm. the bullshit about mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian, and she only dates black men. Because last time I looked, Pete Davidson was not a black man. And Staten, and Staten Island white guy at that. And she goes it's to not Staten, Calabasas. Island. Every Staten time, it's Island. So not, it's so not Calabasas. No. It yeah, it is so not Calabasas. It's not even. It's not oh my even. God. Yeah, you are not in Calabasas anymore once right. you get off that mm -hmm. ferry, man. Or once you mm -hmm. get off the Verizon. <laughs> right, honey, listen. So good for her. Yay for her. All right. Listen, why don't you I'm for anybody finding some happiness after madness. I'm not a fan of that family. I've told you this a million times, but I was not down for the weird public bullying shit that we saw her man doing. I'm like, um, I don't think threatening women is yeah, I don't think threatening women is funny. Oh yeah, just that's not really a key key to me to see some yeah. man doing this. <laughs> Do they have a child named Kiki Kardashian? Because that would be really I mean, Miss Thing, I feel like they just come out every year, something you see a new promo ad, and there's like five more of them that we don't know where they came from. You know what? God bless. <laughs> it's no skin off our teeth. Whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, let them, let them make their money. I'm, you know. All right. Uh, let's talk about somebody a lot more productive, a lot cooler, and a friend of ours, but especially a very good friend of yours. You want to talk about the adorable Bevy Smith? Well, you guys, my good girlfriend and the good girlfriend of the show, Bevy Smith, had the honor 
of speaking at the TED conference, the really big one, the biggest one of the year that happens in Vancouver. It was a month ago. And uh, she spoke on the main stage. She spoke on the same stage that Elon Musk spoke on, the, the main stage. And she has a mantra. First of all, she has an amazing book called Bevelations, Lessons from Our Other Month, Auntie Bestie. You need to get it. It's an amazing book. And she talks about life lessons and just how she changed her life in the middle of her life and, and making certain decisions for yourself. And it's really great. So she was asked to talk at TED, which is already amazing. And uh, TED finally put the video up on YouTube And I really, really, really would tell you guys to go and watch it. It is, it's just a really great message about believing in yourself and not being afraid of taking a chance on yourself, not being afraid to get older and aging and listening to what people tell you. And it is true. I feel like it does get greater later. And she says, I feel that in my soul. And I honestly want to thank her because she says it so much. And when we talk about it, it makes you believe it. Cause you know, I'm in my fifties now and it's, there was a time I was like, well, what does this mean? You know, I feel like my music industry career is coming to an end. They always tell you it gets harder to work and do things as you get older, but that's not true. If you can, you can, it does get greater later. And I feel like as a man who's almost 55, be 55 this summer, I do feel that completeness of really knowing myself, knowing what I like and what I don't like, and all of these new adventures ahead of me. So it does indeed get greater later. And that is her message. And it is amazing. It is on YouTube, on on the TED YouTube page. You really should check it out. It's only 15 minutes, and you will find yourself clapping by the end. I think getting older is overrated. In certain but, parts, yeah, but you know what? I'm not saying anything bad about yeah. Bevy. Yeah. I love Bevy, but yeah. I, I, I have to tell you when people say, and this, I have a very different situation, obviously, mm-hmm. but when people, especially with women, when people say, oh, you get wisdom. I'm like, yeah, I'm with Cher with that. Yeah, I, I, wisdom and 50 cents will get me on the subway. I am wiser now. I obviously yeah. don't have to worry about things that I had to worry about before. I've raised my kid. I've mm-hmm. done. I'm knock on whatever. Do I have wood here? I'll knock on something. But, you know, I, I but I am not dissing Bevy. I want to make that very clear because what Bevy has done is wonderful. And you and mm-hmm. if you knew Bevy, you could see this was in her from jump. She's mm-hmm. always been. And I wish I had a third of her self-confidence and positivity. Mm-hmm. I really do. But I, you know, there is something about getting out of bed and everything hurts. (laughs) But, you know, there are young people who get out of bed and everything hurts. (laughs) I'm having to, like, realize I bought headphones and I suddenly realized I have to get these headphones in another color but black because I literally cannot see the dial (laughs) because it's black on black. That Mm. is really sad. But, yeah, Bevy's great. I mean, she makes me... She makes me feel better about myself when I'm around her. Yep. And she is just like, uh, and it's not because she tempers it, not tempers it. She flavors the positivity with re- with 
reality. It's not like yeah. some pie in the no, sky. No, right. It's crap. Not, no, it's not some fantasy of ooh. She's a New Yorker. A, She's a New Yorker. And she will tell you this story. And when you watch the TED Talk, you will hear I'll and know that it, it was not. It was not easy. And she wasn't like ooh. And I just lottie da yeah. down the street, and everything was great. You know. Yeah, she didn't just wake up like this. She worked for it. Mm-hmm. You know, she mm-hmm. worked for it. So I absolutely uh, good for Bevy. Good for Bevy. All right. Speaking. Of- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's, this is my. I don't know if this is my problem. I wish you guys could see her face. We're going to have to start doing We're going to do video soon because it's our faces, y'all. <laughs> it's the can't. faces that I, really do. Remember when people yeah. used to come, when we first started doing the show, sometimes some of our friends, because we were doing it in a studio, they would see us, and people would be cracking us. They'd be like, the look on your faces when y'all do no, certain stories. Because certain times we're just like, we got to fucking, okay, all right. No, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this is, this is, and I, I realized this, I was not like a hardcore punk rock person, but I was in the uh-huh. punk rock scene, and, I, and, and it was the first movement that mm-hmm. I that I chose as opposed to choosing me. You know what I mean? So right. I was super yeah, young and I was in the scene and blah, 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 It was blah, a thing blah. that you I, gravitated toward and you Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I gravitated and I listened to all people. kind of music. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously I started listening to hip hop and, and I've always been a huge fan of hip hop and, and I was lucky enough to make some semblance of a career writing about hip hop and blah, blah, blah. So, but, okay. But in my heart, somewhere, there mm. is still a part of me, and I have nothing against people making money as long as they're doing it in an ethical, humane mm. way. I, there's still some part of me that looks at stuff when graffiti and breakdancing and hip-hop and turned is like mass-marketed white people stuff. There's still a part of me that goes, Really? Like when like, it's in like some national commercial for like a Target yeah, or something. I do. I scratch yeah, my. I'm always really? glad that somebody's getting a check. Making a check. All, but then I'm always like, yeah. Really? But it's all money, good money. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's weird. Yeah. So I'm very glad I have friends who are artists and they're making a check. But then they're also doing murals for like the the developers that are driving the people out of the neighborhood. So I'm like, really? Like really? <laughs> Um, okay, all of which is to say it was uh, <laughs> Piggy Smalls. The, it was he would have turned fifty like on Saturday, mm-hmm. right? It was the actual day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the actual so, day. So mm-hmm. yeah, so the, there were celebrations throughout the city, but particularly in Brooklyn because he's from um, Clinton Hill, which was Clinton Hill. It's not a made up thing. It right. was called Clinton right. Hill, but he called Bed Stuy because mm-hmm. you can rhyme it better than Clinton Hill, I guess. Mm-hmm. And when I moved to Brooklyn, which is a long time ago. Where he grew up on St. James and Fulton, like, you just didn't go there. I mean, you just, right. like, I, you you went in and out very quickly. Um, so there have been murals, it's and there have been this, and there were celebrations, and they named the street out after him. And yay, all good. That's great. He is a local hero. He did change music. But then... <laughs> the 50,000... Pick it, pick it up. I can't even talk. I'm like so. Just- <laughs> they did a special commemorative metro card. There were only I'm fifty thousand. I'm sorry. I don't mean them. to be unprofessional, but it and just makes people me laugh. legit lined up for hours and hours uh, to, and to please, buy. And please, please add card. that it was the hottest day of the year so far. It was like oh ninety God, was something really degrees. Yeah, yeah, no, it was really it was hot perfect. out of nowhere. So it's hot you and know, humid. It's really great. I love it. You see, I'm tan from sitting outside. Yeah, but to stand out in the sun. And then I know, we, and and it, and it was Amy's train station. So when she's, I'm on the phone with her, and I was like, "Oh, can't be that bad." And you know, you know, they're kids. She was like, "These are kids on this block. line," and she was like, "These are kids." 
These are grown. She's like, this is a grown people on this line waiting for a Metro right. card. Yeah, these are grown people on this line. And again, yay, commemorative, whatever. But my first thing, and I guess this is where the, the secret little punk rock in me comes out. I'm like, they do know they're lining up to give money to the MTA. Right. And if you're a New Yorker, there is no agency you hate more. Am I right? The, the MTA. MTA. We I mean, hate real talk. the No one, you cannot say, have you ever heard anybody say anything positive about the MTA? Any. Only when we had Train Daddy and then remember Cuomo oh, ran him out of here. I met Train. <laughs> I told you, I met Train Daddy. You met Train Daddy, yeah, yeah. On the train. <laughs> And I accosted him, of course, because that's how I roll. I accosted mm-hmm. him and I went, are you? And he's wearing a name tag, of course. And he was lovely. I did love Train Daddy. But yeah, and mm-hmm. nobody likes the subway. It's a necessary evil. It costs too much. It's this, it's that, or whatever. So it, it was just the idea of people. And then in the subway stations themselves, it was like the C train on Clinton, Washington, the A train on Fulton, which is his neighborhood. And then I think the C on Lafayette. And, and the, the G, G train, the G at Clinton, Washington as well. The G at Clinton, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that, yeah. But maybe, maybe, uh, oh yeah, that's what it was. But, and then they had these shots of what was, all right, so you had the lines outside, but then in the station itself, there were like 9 million people mm-hmm. in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> everybody wants to be able to say, look, I got it. And everybody, they, everybody needs their Instagram to be lit. Look, I got that's one. That's what it is. That's oh, totally. uh, that's exactly what it is to be yeah. able to say on their Instagram, "Look, I got it." Now, what do you do with it? Well, I don't know, but I got it. Right. <laughs> I'm like, going to. We it. are like one nation under a FOMO. That's all. Look at me. I mean, look at me. <laughs> and I understand that it was really exciting because they used that never before seen Baron Claiborne. <laughs> Photo, Claiborne photo. Is he getting a check? We love. This, please. Oh, is he getting? You know he has good, to. Like, good, you know, good, 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 good. As much good. as that image is licensed out and used, all right, you good. know there's, yeah. like, please. No yeah, way. Baron Claiborne is no dummy. So good. Yeah, all right, all exactly. Yeah. I just laughed. I was walking back from the library. I mean, they lit up the inspiration. They lit up the Empire State Building with the colors, with his colors. Yes, that his, night. Wait, wait, wait. Does Biggie have from, colors? From, are, from that photo, the red oh. with the gold. It had the crown going around the top of the steeplechase situation. Well, we do have Mayor Swaggy now. I mean, we got Swagger. Yeah, we, we, got have Mayor Swagger. Swagger. we have Mayor Swagger. We got Mayor Swaggy, who I'm looking at him like, we'll get to him at the end. <laughs> we, ha- yeah, we, we have a little message we, we from Mayor. We don't. We have a message from Mayor Swagger. We, yeah. New York needs Swagger. It's like, actually, that's not what we need right now. We, actually, there's a we list don't need of what swagger. we need. Yeah, we, we could do it without some swagger. We don't need swagger. It's mm-hmm. like saying New Yorkers need defensive tactics. No, we don't. Right. We it's got like, enough swagger. Fi- how about yeah. we need you to fix some shit? Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. What I we don't need, need swagger. I, I don't need swagger. But anyway, it was just funny. And I was walking down the street and I was like, they do know it's the MTA. But hey, I have a Gangstar Metro card from like a million mm-hmm. years. And I just saved it. And it's cute. And it's fine. And yay. Mm-hmm. Yay for the kids. And mm-hmm. this is in the, they also had the Bowie Metro card a while back mm-hmm. that they only sold at his subway stop. They had the um, Supreme Metro Soho. card that they only right. sold down in Soho. They on Lafayette, on the Broadway chaos. Lafayette stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chaos. Mm-hmm. So it's good to know that people have nothing better to do on a Saturday. But yay, hip-hop, that underground music that nobody listens. Hip-hop, hooray, 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 hooray,
Could you imagine? It was like like her come her her last album. Remember, first day was the Pet Shop Boys disco album results, which I you are a certain type of gay if you love that album because it's, it's horrible. Great, it's it's, it's good. horrible oh, yeah. and fierce. No, it's horrible and fierce at the same. It's one of those records that's yeah. absolutely fucking both, right? So could you imagine her coming back with hip hop beats now and with her cigarette daily like zoo, zoo, be doo, it would and then be- have a- <laughs> I'm going to make a really bad joke. It would be hip hop. It would be hip hop replacement. Exactly. Very that. Liza. Hip replacement. Liza. Hip replacement hop. Liza at the underground. Hip yeah. No, I like. What's the big single of that Liza record? The Pet well, Shop Boys. It was great. Well, losing my big, mind, right? Losing. There was losing my mind. Great song, well, it was a complete flop in the U.S., but in Europe, where it did where, where you, yeah, yeah, losing my mind, then don't drop bombs, then a oh. remake of Yvonne Elliman's Love Pains, and yeah, then Rent. Awesome. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Listen, I love me some ridiculousness and Liza and Pet. And she can sing. I, well, and I just found a way to get Pet Shop Boys in the show because we hadn't been talking about them so long, and they produced that record. So yeah, that was my Pet yeah, Shop Boy. We could just, I could just, we could do a whole show where we just say Pet Shop Boys over and right, over all and over again. again for the whole time, right? Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> we can, you know, it's really funny, and, and then we'll move on really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. I was uh, waxing crushed like and i kind of over exaggerated i mean you know mm-hmm. he's cute but i mean he is 12 years old about mm-hmm. harry styles and my friend sharon said is he your new brian ferry i went there will never be a replacement <laughs> for brian ferry brian ferry mm-hmm. is the is the uber though his right i don't even want to talk about brian ferry's new music because it's just going to mm-hmm. depress me let's talk about rihanna and asap rocky had a baby yay yay good I'm all for babies. Pe- people who can afford to have babies should have babies. That's good. And people, and people who, who, want who can't to have afford babies, babies should have who, babies. And people who make the decision to have a baby and have their baby right. should have a baby. Make the decision to have a baby. And I think she's great. I have no, I've never had any qualms with Rihanna on any conceivable level. I think she's doing, has always done it exactly right. She's always made great choices stylistically, musically, politically. I, I I think she's great, and if she never makes another record this. again, it's fine. You know, she yeah. has a record done, I believe, from what I've heard. There's a record. I um I and, and I kind of think that she she might surprise everybody and just drop this record, and it's probably filmed some stuff way before. You know what I mean? To come out in the summer. Listen, we love Rihanna. Rihanna's great. Happy yeah. for her. She's always yeah, talking about wanting Asap to be a mom. Rocky too. Yeah, He'll be yeah, happy yeah. Oh, for yeah I, was Bro- I know I he's problematic, but him. she's got enough money to right. raise the kid on her own, and mm-hmm. so be it. I, like I said, I've always been of the philosophy that all women are single mothers. Ultimately, when it comes down to it, even mm-hmm. if you have a supportive partner, but yay, I'm happy. Happy babies are good. Babies are great. Yay, babies. So, and I bet it's cute as all get out. It's a boy, mm-hmm. right? It's a boy baby. It's a boy. I love that she has not given out a name or put out not felt not, pressure right? to put yeah. out any pictures or any yeah, of that. She doesn't know? have to well, do Well, these days every, she wants. but these days everybody feels like they have a right to you're supposed to tell them everything, you know? It's weird. Well, it's weird you don't weird. have to buy into it. Some artists decide to do uh photo shoots 
um, with their twins or their first mm. child. And no, you don't have to do that. It's a way of mm. preempting the tabloids. Yeah, it is. It's a way of kind Which of means like, eventually I'll take control she will, of it. I'll well, take control of it. Eventually she will release one so that takes the bounty off the head. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love, I think she's great though. So yay for her. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we talk about Bernard Wright real quick and then I can talk about the Carlin doc. So I'm really ashamed. Why to didn't say I this. know that? That I did not know that he was Roberta Flack's son. He's not because he's not. Why would people? Because when people were because saying that's that, an like, urban myth. I was like, that was I've in, never heard that. Yeah. That doesn't make yeah. sense to me. That no, I would not know. Yeah, that. exactly. I, because I he's like, not. What? Thank no, you. No, he's because that yeah, sounds. He's so, not. And, and when a friend of mine called me, who's a journalist, and we were both like. I've never heard. Have you ever? She's like, did you ever hear this? I was like, never. No, he's I don't not. know why I'm hearing it today. I was like, it's is an that urban true? myth that right. was never disproved because nobody ever came out and said no because it it would seem like why would I have to deny a negative? You know, it's right. like right. he is not Roberta Flack's son. He's related to his parents who are just people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Wright. Right. Um, okay, I'm really, we're, we're kind of laughing. I'm really ashamed to say that I knew the name. I knew the name Bernard Wright, who was a, a really influential, because he was sampled so much, but influential mm. funk, R&B. I knew the name, and I didn't 100% knew his, know his music. And I know you probably know his music. I'm a little embarrassed to say that, that I didn't well, quite know who he was. Well, the thing is, his biggest hit was really, you know, who do you love, girl? I'm in love with you. Oh, you. So because he oh, only had that's really, him? That's him, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who okay. do you love, girl? I'm in love okay. with you. Oh, you for sure, sure. So oh, guys, okay. Got um, it, got it, got it. That was his one big hit. So okay. I think because... Even and that's one that's actually gone through the generations, right? So people still know that song, but I don't, a lot of people didn't make, like you said, didn't make the correlation between the name and that song because mm-hmm. unless you were in really a uh, person who listened to a lot of funk or to that genre and dig in, you probably wouldn't have known him. Which is why I kind of came and you notice all of the, the the pieces about him. Everybody just clipped that song, you know. They kind of reduced him to that. And another one, Hagab Hagab. He was sampled a lot, though. He was somebody mm. that producers were very hip to, and mm. he was sampled a lot, right? Yeah. So he was, yes. and was he a session player as well? Was he I one of these so, guys? Yes. Who, mm-hmm. But native New Yorker from Queens, died very young. Um, In his 50s. Yeah, which is when we're at our age. Yeah. That's very young. Yeah. But sad. I mean, uh, what, had he been active? Lately, or was he just somebody? I'm not even sure. Like, yeah, so it's really, one of those. I hadn't, I hadn't, honestly, I hadn't heard his name in years until in he passed. In a really long really. time. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I found that about it because Vernon Reed posted something about mm-hmm. it. So I was like, okay, so obviously this guy's a musician's musician. If, yeah, you know, someone absolutely. like Vernon Reed um, is posted. But, you know, sad, obviously. So I just wanted to mention. Actually, two things. You're going to laugh when I say the first thing. So David Letterman has this uh, series on Netflix, Go My Next Guest. I like guest. it. I, I haven't started right. this new season yet. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, mm-hmm. And they've changed it. It's no longer in front of an audience. It's it's in a two chairs sitting in the woods somewhere. Oh, they do it on the page. Yeah, he's not doing it, it in front of an audience anymore. Because of COVID probably, right? Maybe. Because yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. If you think about when they filmed this, because I know the Will one. It was Will all pre-COVID. One, and, yeah. and the Will one was filmed way, was, was filmed way before... The, the Oscars. Academy Awards and all of and that. And they even so, have a disclaimer. This interview mm-hmm. was filmed before the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched that because I'm not interested in Will Smith. Yeah, I've never yeah. been, I, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cardi B one is really good. Mm-hmm. It's really smart. It's really funny. He treats her 
seriously. And that's what mm-hmm. I appreciate him. Because you know damn well David Letterman is not checking for Cardi B in mm-hmm. terms of that. But he treats her, he doesn't treat her like some like uh, wind-up doll. So that's really good. The Billie Eilish one is fantastic. Mm-hmm. because and it, and it has her brother too because you get a real sense of who that woman is. And what's the other one I watch? Oh, Julie... They're all good. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is really good. Mm-hmm. Julie Louis-Dreyfus is hilarious. So it is. A, I just didn't watch a Will Smith because I don't care about him. I didn't care about him pre-slap. I just mm-hmm. don't like listening to Scientologists, to be honest with you. Um, but it's well done. And, and for those of you out there who wonder what an interview is, that guy is like an ace interviewer, uh, mm-hmm. David Landman. So it's fun. It's on Netflix. And then I watched the George Carlin documentary this weekend called George Carlin's American Dream, which is on HBO, I think. I think, yeah. Th- yeah. HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two-part documentary directed by Judd Apatow. Um, second documentary Judd Apatow has done about a comedian. The first one was about Gary Shanley. I-, I can't even recommend this thing enough. I didn't even know about it until I saw it someplace. Everything that George Carlin is- was talking about 15, 20 years ago is you could he could it's just everything that he talked about is still ongoing it's talking about the evolution of him as a comic as a man as a father as a husband as a recovering it's just great so i highly i think i highly recommend it i mean it's just he's it was an important voice so it's great um um is there anything you've been watching that you like or now that julie is off yeah, no, yeah, I just, no. I, oh, all right. Have you watched uh, um, the French Open has started? So, you know, my tennis is on, and I've been watching the final, the, the, the Eastern and Western, Eastern, Eastern and Western Conference finals. And even though none of my teams are playing, so I don't really have a skin in the game, I just watch it because it's sports. Is Celt- you know? Celtics in it? Or they've been yes. eliminated? No, they're in it. They're in it. It's <laughs> a damn shame. They're in it. That's a damn shame. I'm sorry. I mean, right now, the way it's looking, if everything shakes out, it looks like it'll be the Celtics versus the Golden State Warriors in the finals. Oh, okay. East Coast, West Coast, the the networks mm-hmm. do like that. They do they like an East Coast, West Coast. Especially when one of them is either Boston or New York. Well, I've seen Yeah, New they York, love they that. Remember, they love that. They remember New York. That's the 70s. But they love that shit because Boston is a major team. And honestly, I'm not a Boston fan. You know how we always feel about Boston. But that would be good for them. Like, they need yeah. that that energy for their sports situation. Blah, blah. All right. Um why don't you? Why don't I? Why don't you <laughs> Look, New York is an ungovernable city. It always has been. A lot of what's I mean, going on in New York City mm-hmm. is not anyone's fault. It just no. is. It's not it's a clash Eric, of so many things. It's, it's not I, Eric Adams' I, no. fault. The economy sucks. I am assuming he didn't bring COVID into the country. Um, I'm just going to make crime that assumption. Crime is horrible. The crime is horrible across this entire country. Country, it country. It, it really it is. And I think because we're so condensed, it always seems worse. We are having right. some really crazy challenges. But, you know, we're a New York, we're a New York show with New York born and raised hosts. This is our town. But, man, I feel like this is going to be... A really impossible summer in New York. It already has that makings of it. Just feel, you know, those crazy New York summers where just everything seems off the fucking rails. And that energy is already kind of swirling around. And Mayor Swaggy on TV saying all of this shit. And it's like, dude, we need more, like, less TV and get to work. Less TV, sir. 
You got too much shit to do. You don't have time to always be available for the camera and swagging it up. Or to be going every- to fundraisers in LA. <laughs> Why are you in LA? Why? What are you going to? It's one thing if you're going to LA to talk to uh, the mayor of LA. You're going to LA to hang out with, I don't know, people. Celeb- who- it was like celebrity. Yeah, some weird Celebrity. Shit. Like, yeah. So, uh, you, look. And then I you're getting had- fucking Bill de Blasio trying to run for this new redrawn district in your neighborhood. No, he's not like- trying to run. He is running. I was actually interviewed uh, about it yesterday. So, you yeah. know what? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Honestly, I think de Blasio, mm-hmm. they've redistricted. He is the only one of the people running for my district that actually lives in the area that has been and represented and lives in the area. The rest of them, one is from Westchester, which is like Canada if you live in New York. And one of them, like, okay, great. Westchester, whatever. You have lawns. How are you going to represent New York? And the other woman is from lower Manhattan, which uh, Mm -hmm. I think, I don't have any use for de Blasio, but I think he would actually make a very good congressperson because I think he's not a a governor, but you know a govern. I don't think he can do the administrative stuff. I think he'd be fine. Right. But yeah, Eric Adams um, has always been problematic. I've never had any use for him. I think he's completely full of shit. I think he exploited. Um, Stop he's being just, mean to Spoonie. She keeps trying to make an appearance. No, she was trying to. You keep pushing. I keep trying to get a head shot, and you keep pushing her head out the. Camera. She's she's dry heaving. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Airball moment. Got it. No, nothing comes up. I'm concerned. Oh. I'm going away and she's spoons. Mm. What's the matter? She's driving. Mm. I hope she's not turning bulimic. But nothing yeah. happens. I think she's got a little let me clear my throat. Mm-hmm. <clears> yeah, so we hate Eric Adams. And so, um, yeah. I mean, every week I'm sure there'll be another nightmare. It's for just another, week. right. It's literally like, here we go, kids. Yeah. So Google him. He's horrible. Um, all right. You want to do what you do because you do it so well? All right, guys. You know the deal. Follow us every week on the Pantheon Podcast Network where there are over 75 amazing music shows every genre. We are there on the main page as well as so many, so many amazing shows. So follow us there, like, support. They're on Instagram. They're on Apple. We, they, they, Pantheon has a their own dedicated channel on Apple. You can find us on their own dedicated channel on Pandora. Um, and then, you know, to reach us directly at Facebook at I'ma Let You Finish NY. I mean, sorry, I'ma Let You Finish all one word. Instagram, I'ma Let You Finish NY. Twitter, Finish I'ma. We still fucking hate that handle. And TikTok at I'ma Let You Finish Podcast. And uh, thank you for your messages, your notes, um, all of the back and forth on our posts on our Facebook and It's been fun, and we will see you next week. Well, one of us will see you next week with a special guest. Who will that be? You're going to have to wait till next week to see. And Amy will, you will actually hear her voice come back at some points during these next few weeks. From the ball. And and we will be back together, actually. Our first show, Funny, Back Together, really is. Pride Week. So I'm going to come so back gay. You're going to come back gay and we're going to have a full I'm gonna Pride show. I'm going to mm-hmm. come back binary. Mm, non-binary. Non-binary. Oh, I'm already yeah. binary. See, this is, I'm sorry. I see. I don't know. Thank you. I'm like, I'm going to come back exactly as I am. <laughs> and on that note, see you next week, kids. Bye. Bye.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 